I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome in. Smashbox TV podcast 446's After Show. I'm almost getting delusional about opening various videos. And I say that because I did commentary on the Maricopa Open today. I'll be doing more tomorrow and then more the next day. I just did 20 videos, uh, otherwise known as 10 rounds of Memorial. And I'm not, I'm, this is not a complaint, but sometimes I'm starting to lose myself a little. Obviously, just open the, the men's and women's shows this weekend in Waco, and it's, uh, it, it's, it's just getting a little bit. I'm starting to get a little delirious myself. Well, the good thing is you'll have yourself a little break. Yeah, maybe. So, anyway, welcome in, everyone. This is the after show where disc golf might get talked about. It kind of is the underlying theme and premise for the most part, but it can easily get off the rails into anything else silly, crazy, pop culture related or not. And we're always guaranteed to give you some really good insights on religion and politics. That's the after after show. Okay, it's not. <laughs> so, uh, what I was just gonna I talked about this. I hinted at it during the regular show, and uh, I don't. I don't. This isn't really behind the scenes, but in explaining to someone else today who was asking how things go when I go to bend. First of all, we all know I'm not a I'm not a morning person. So the idea that disc golf, like I am up and waiting for no- Nate Noss, Nate mm-hmm. Doss to grab me from the hotel sometimes at. 5.45, sometimes at 4.45. It might even be earlier later this year for some events. I'm waiting for him to grab me so that we can go and be in the booth an hour before the show starts. When we get our rundown, I'm all, whatever. It's all great. We have our morning show with FPO. Depending on how long that, go, long that goes, I can have any as little as 20 minutes to as much as an hour or maybe a little more before the MPO show starts. Repeat, and that means sometimes we're getting done at 2 o'clock, Three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, whatever. It depends on where the event is because we're on the West Coast. And then usually when we're done with that, as soon as the MPO show is done, myself, Nate, and Val retreat to their living room. We then, of course, load up Tournament Central this weekend. 
so we could figure out what we were talking about. And then we kind of reminisce on the day, and then eventually Nate and Val pick a place. And now it's to the point where Nate's always like, I heard him say this weekend, yeah, I don't want to go there. No, let's not go there. Uh, ter- there. There'll be beers that Terry likes here. So that's so that's where what sometimes how the decisions. Yeah, so so kind and so gracious. I would so think about you like that. Get ma- made as to which brewery will likely uh, suit my palate the most. And we go sometimes to places that have none of those options. And then I always have to say, "Well, I like this." And he's like, mm, "No." I say, "Okay." Then I then I pass, which is totally fine. So we go find some place to eat, have a beverage. And then often we'll go back to their place. We'll kind of have a recap. We talk more about disc golf. And then they'll take me, which is only a couple miles. They'll take me over to the hotel. He'll take me over and drop me off. Rinse and repeat. Sometimes now we've gone out for a round of golf. Sometimes we do some other things. And, and then, of course, at usually once a weekend, we sprinkle in one of those visits on that night. On one of those nights will be a visit to Bevel, depending on what's going on at Bevel. Do they have people there that we know? Do they, I mean, they know everybody, but are there other people that are in town um, or they want to just go in there for whatever reason? And so sometimes we'll go there and we'll eat out of their food cart pod that's directly behind Bevel. They have now four food carts. They just are taking applications for the fourth one. That's pretty much our routine. And so this weekend, I, I kind of felt like I should share some of that. And so I was posting some of the food and the beverages um, that we had, and there was a lot of response to it. At no surprise, people are really worked up about the beers that they enjoy, which I can understand. Obviously, Nate and Val understand that they have a company doing it. Uh, and I got a lot of great responses, a lot of really super nice offers. People telling us about other places we need to either go visit or when we're in their neck of the woods, how we should visit a particular place. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, also, uh, Ran into Brandon this weekend. Uh, he's worked with Seth Muncie. He actually worked on Nate's shoulder when Nate was injured back in 2017's hmm. Memorial and helped get Nate back to up to speed. Him and his family, his wife and two kids, uh, we ended up going to, to Deschutes, which if you're a beer drinker, you're familiar with Deschutes. It's I've heard of, of it. Lar- yeah, that's large. Just, like one of the largest. I mean, you could go international. They're, they're like the super large find, microbrewery or yeah, something. So you can go international and find Deschutes. Uh, but we did go there, had a couple of uh, good beverages and also a phenomenal pretzel. So just waiting on that pretzel stand I'm going to open up. Do you have a name? Uh, Sharon and I, uh, Valerie's mom, Sharon Jenkins, we had a few, uh, a few ideas and, um, nothing we've locked in yet, but I really do want to open a pretzel. That's a stand out there. Okay. I don't know. Uh, You want to talk about how small our world is getting? I got a message yesterday from hype man, Dan Mm. out of Minnesota. Yep. 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 Uh, Dan Reynoso. And he, he just messaged, he's like, oh, I haven't messaged you in a long time, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, I was at the dentist for my kid. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know where this is going. I keep reading. We, he knows I like disc golf, so we started talking about disc golf. And that's awesome. Everybody, you know. And he's like, he told me that he's in two skip ace leagues <laughs> and he proceeded to run down his lineup like fantasy football and he just smiled and not yeah and he said that's i said well that's great it's i mean i'm super happy about that I, th- there's a stigma and a joke to be held about people 
in fantasy football who talk about their fantasy football lineups. Like yeah, how obnoxious how, it is. How, Our friends included. C- correct. If, to me, who doesn't play? If you don't play. That's part of it. Agree. agree. Even I, if you do play, I probably don't care. But anyway. Well, sometimes if you're in the same league, you know, I'll, Maybe. our good yes. friend Steve, him and I will sit and just talk, whatever. Because, mm-hmm. But I, I'm thinking now about how now people are going to have to listen to your, like on the course. You're going to be coming up to your friends and be like, oh, man, my lineup this weekend. I couldn't believe I sat, you know, yeah, Jake Hebenheimer. And, and he goes off like that. I had Kyle, you know. I, I just think of how annoying that we're going to create. We're going to create a whole new layer of annoying people on the course. That's great. I'm so excited. Yeah, just like when everybody else comes up and tells you all about, uh, you know, their round and what happened on every single hole. And they right. proceed to walk through your entire their entire round with you. Yeah, nobody likes that. Nobody loves it. Nobody. Nobody. So... Uh, Go ahead. No, I, I was. Um, I don't know if there's anything else too crazy other than also looking ahead a little bit. I know we were just talking about you know me, what's coming up next. We have a couple of these elite series events and or silver series event that you nor I, I, I are going to be part of. Um, Music City is the next one I touch. Oh, okay. So that's that's even uh, ahead of my schedule, so to speak. Um, I will. Uh, as I'm going to pull up the schedule right now to make sure that I'm, I've got my ducks in a row here. Uh, obviously, open at Austin this weekend. Texas States is next weekend, and that's a silver. That's a silver event. Yep, that's a silver event. And it looks like I don't think I'm sharing anything special in that. Uh, Grant Zellner and Brian Earhart are going to be in the booth, and Nate Perkins is going to be on the course. And it looks like uh, Grant Zellner will be in the booth and I'm not sure who else is joining him on the FPO side, but that's going to be taking place for Texas States. Then March 31st through the second weekend it, on, on our broadcast schedule, it says no event. That's the fourth weekend because now there's four of them. That's the fourth weekend of the throw down the mountain. They, they break it up by rack, you know, amateur, mm-hmm. so on and so, so on and so forth. That is the fourth and final weekend of throw down the mountain. I will be covering that in a disc golf guy per, uh, capacity um i know paul Macbeth and a handful of others of high high caliber player and notoriety will be attending um the texas states weekend when you nor i are involved uh, i will also be covering the open at tallahassee which i know Macbeth and a few others are going to be competing as well on the mpo side which i'll be covering and then you said you're going to be part of uh, music city yes i believe i'm doing <clears throat> directing for music city uh, i think i'm assuming mpo and I believe, and finally, I'll be doing both rounds. Okay, so that it looks like that's Easter weekend. If my that is Easter is right. weekend, my wife is not happy with me. And then the following weekend is the weekend that I'm running the Skyline Classic. Uh, that is the weekend of the Blue Ridge Championship, and then the weekend after that is the Champions Cup, um, where I'll be out in Bend along with Nate and Val. And uh, yeah, so that's gonna be great. Anyway, just kind of thinking ahead. That's some of what you're gonna see or hear from Johnny and I specifically. So if you need to update your calendars, update your schedules, that's where that's where we'll be. Ray asks on the board: Have you filled out your bracket yet? Your March Madness bracket? Yeah. When was the last time you filled out a bracket? It's probably uh, been four to five years. I was gonna for say me. probably four or five years ago. I might have just for giggles filled one out. Um, maybe there, there's always, I, I work in a very large company. I think we've got 450 employees throughout all the different offices. And someone usually opens one up, sends an email out to a select few of us. Like, Hey, you want to get in on this? I, I don't. And granted, I know it doesn't, you don't have to pay attention to college basketball, but I never have. I've never done well on a bracket. I mm. always just pick chalk except for like 
one five twelve upset, and I usually will pick like one, uh, one or two more upsets randomly, literally random. It's like eh, that one looks good. Let's pick them for an upset and then make them lose the next round. Uh, and almost always my bracket it, it is almost always first or seconds in the final four. And I never win. I never do well. It, it doesn't really interest me that much as far as brackets go. I could see how it would be a lot of fun if you're truly it, a diehard it, I, fan. I, I enjoy I never wa- have been. You know, I enjoy watching the games if they're on. We, put, we have a TV in our office. It, we'll put it on for uh, big sporting events. We get on for World Cup. I'll sit and watch at lunch and kind of catch up. And sometimes if, if there's a local team playing, a Wisconsin team, I will watch at night. Like, oh, the Badger game is going to be on tonight at 6 o'clock. I'll turn that on and watch. But other than that, I don't even watch the final four if if there's a team that I don't care about. Uh, same way with the football championships now. I don't watch any of that unless there's a team. I Unless there's a Wisconsin team in it, I could care less if Clemson beats Alabama or who, whoever TCU is in. I, none of that matters to me. Just, Until there's a Johnny V Smashbox Bowl, I don't think oh, you need to that, worry about it. I ain't got that kind of... Doe, Terry Miller. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Uh, if we're going to talk sports mm-hmm. real quick, all the news, Terry, Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. What? Let me, uh, clearly, I'm ignorant to this, so I, I will just ask from both perspectives, like, why? And, and what is, is, is there a sheer coincidence that that's the first place that Favre, Favre went, went. he left? I, I made the joke. Like, why? It, all right, we're in the after show, so I feel like I can say that. Say this. Jets, dick pick, Vikings. That's this. That's his trajectory right now. Just like Favre, huh? Um, so I, I, you know, I think he's going to announce it tomorrow on the Pat McAfee show. Is what kind of people are thinking. He announced that he's going to be on that show. They literally they already signed the Jets. Already signed one of our wide receivers from last year at uh, Lazard, and apparently they're looking at trying to sign Cobb as well. Mm-hmm. So. Are you just trying to get the Packer offense from last year? Yeah. I, I don't understand. I think Cobb is past his prime. I don't know why you'd why you'd sign him other than he's friends with Rodgers and he, he's like safety blanket. But I get it. Him and the Packers have grown apart. They they they, they is he going to get paid like fifty some million or is that only if he for the year was wasn't he? I thought this was yeah, I, I, yeah, I believe he's he going to get like fifty two or fifty five million. For he, he's going to he's going to make some something silly, and hopefully we get something small in return for him at this point. A couple draft picks or or whatnot. Jets have a good team, good defense. They performed admirably last year. Somewhat, I don't know if they're in a 40-year-old quarterback away from a Super Bowl. But you know what? Here's what I'll say. I was chatting back and forth with Jay Ray, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. He's a diehard Bears fan. And I said, I've had 30 years of great quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Two of them in 30 years. Yeah. Two Super Bowl wins. Like four Super Bowl appearances, I think. Three or four. Honestly, I forget. I'm if winter is coming for the Packers where we're going to go into another 10 years of mediocrity. Can I complain? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, obviously I want to see my team continue to do well. I love watching the Packers. I like football. We've had our sunshine and maybe Jordan love turns out to be really good. 
maybe he stinks. Maybe we go through five quarterbacks in the next seven years. Uh, who knows? But I'm content. If Aaron wants to leave, let him leave. We'll move on. Yeah, the the fact, as you're saying, not just 30 years, well, 30 years, but yeah, this goes back so long, and I know they always bring it up, especially against the Bears because of the rivalry, talking about like the 37 quarterbacks they've had as starters. In I think it's probably had, been more than that. Yeah, in the time we've had two, and two of them are both Hall of Famers and have done what they've done, as you said, very blessed. It feels weird to even think about the idea of, like you said, we, we might see three or four quarterbacks in the next five years, like a lot of other teams have mm-hmm. to struggle through. Or, or are we magically blessed with another franchise quarterback or something like that? Who, who knows? But you're right. I, I think about that all the time, the longevity. Now, it's had its ups and downs, especially more so, I think, even with Favre uh, and, and his, his uh, wild play. But, yeah, it's just think about your team. And this, <laughs> unless I you're the Packers uh, in no higher regard. I say, I, unless you're a Patriots fan, almost every other team has yeah. had crazy yeah. amount of quarterbacks. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I guess we shall see, and um, we'll probably find out tomorrow. How those uh, how are the Milwaukee Bucks doing? Pretty good, probably. Yes, they they were po- they were playing know. kind of poor before the All Star break. I think they had lost like six or seven in a row, mm-hmm. and then after the All Star break, I think they rattled off something like fourteen wins in a row. Hmm. Yeah, that's good, I guess. And then won, and then lost. Obviously, they've. And over the last week or two, I think they've won a few, lost a few. But in general, all right, we we you know we're a very solid team, and I think we have a chance at another championship this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as if to get through the normal, the Celtics probably got to get through uh, the Warriors, and I forget who else. But the Pistons is the still team. That the, they're not a team anymore, Terry. Seriously. I'm just kidding. They are. <laughs> I know I'm removed, but I need Bill Lambeer. Uh, Where's Dennis Rodman? Yeah. Isaiah Thomas, right? Doesn't his kid play or something? Isaiah uh, Thomas's kid? He might. Isn't I his name also Isaiah? Like It might be. On. I don't know. Come on. I don't know, Terry. Come on. That's probably true like 12 years ago, and you're just thinking of <laughs> it now. <laughs> I'm sure the internet and, will yeah. update me. And yes, the uh, Bucks in the middle of a nail-biter right now, tied up 92-92 with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. As they're out there playing in Phoenix. All right. Well, that's enough. That's your sports talk. Yeah, that's enough NBA basketball for me for about six months. Or until the Bucks are in the final thingies. Uh, I don't have a lot of other things going on. Uh, outside of, you know, this this normal chaos and the, and the post-production stuff that I'm currently releasing. I don't feel like I have a ton of other things going on right now. Does our, does our chat board? Is there, things you want to know? Oh, one question that's been now asked a couple of times that we haven't really addressed specifically is uh, people asking about what we think of the uh, the buyout, the DD umbrella, the house of disc thing. Somebody oh, said, sure. is, is Dynamic now the largest disc manufacturer? No, I don't, I don't want to say quite the opposite, but right? They're, they're one within the fold I, of the overall umbrella. And I don't think that necessarily, that doesn't put them ahead of anyone else. Well, no, no, not, not Didi. If you want to include all of House of Disc, which is basically Latitude, you've got their manufacturing facility, Castaplast, DD, and, and West, Side, yeah. West, West Side as well. 
Rumors and more are coming. I think House of Disc, House of Discs, whatever it is, might be the biggest. Manu- I don't know how they couldn't be manufacturer of discs. They have to be right. There's there's so, no way Discraft so, is making more than all or, of those other five brands combined. Or Innova. And there's no way Innova is making more than all of those other. I, I'll just I, say it right now. That's not possible. Probably not. I've I, been in latitude. I've taken pictures. <laughs> I've had my disc stamped. Yeah. So there's this huge manufacturer that is now probably the biggest conglomerate. Each each has a small individual, s- smaller company, and they all have their own personalities. Mm-hmm. They're going to work together, as Jeremy Resco has said, on how you balance each individual company and whatnot. Ah, that's a lot of that's a lot of power to have in our sport. Yeah. I would say, and it makes me it. It makes me wonder what else is in store for, I mean, clearly the Latitude acquisition worked out well for them, or they probably wouldn't have moved on and done DD as well. So you have to wonder where are they moving to next? What other ambitions do they have? Is there going to be a talk of maybe the tour? Get, or get a tour? Or a tour? or like? Would it make sense for them to try to maybe work with the disc stream company who does the EPT, maybe get their foot in there if they haven't already help kind of push them up? Because we know the DGPT is moving over into Europe to cover the European tour, the ET, but the EPT has kind of been this little fledgling streaming company last year. I'm sure that they could use a good influx of money. Yeah. Why? Why not? Why wouldn't you have a built-in company to do all of your advertising for your brands? I, I don't know. And or is that a big issue? Would that be a big conflict of interest? You know, there are no manufacturers that own any part of DGPT, right? I don't believe so. I don't believe so either. I say that and look at R. you, I'm R. like... R.I.P. Uh, Vibram. Vibram. I don't think they ever owned any, but Steve worked with them, or for them, however you want to look at it. I, I don't know what the future brings for House yeah, of Discs. And it's funny, in everything you just said, Ray actually spits out the word I thought you were about to spit out and say, Monopoly. Is there, is there a potential or a chance? No. I don't know enough about... You know, the, the, the business no. law and whatnot. Not as long as there's Discraft in Innova. And there's... You know, MVP. 109 other little companies that continue to make. Friskies. Well, the, the 109 little companies, if they're all getting their discs manufactured by House of Discs, then yes, then you probably have sure, something. But, I, but, I, but yeah, that's right. But I'm we, assuming they're not. But as long as you have like MVP, Innova, Discraft, and you know, you, you've obviously we've got Legacy and Lone Star. I, I don't believe there's any sort of worry about a government monopoly mm. and Prodigy, of course. Yeah. But Europe is weird. Honestly. Yeah, they, they give you like 12 weeks vacation. What do they think? Just if you look at any of the way the tech industry is in Europe right now, they are they are working all sorts of ideas for monopolies. Like, is Google a monopoly? I mean, you're free to use DuckDuckGo. You're free to still use Yahoo. Is Android a monopoly? They have 
something like 80% of the market, but you come here and Terry, how, do, how would your kids like an Android? No, they will soon enough. <laughs> no, they want iPhones, yeah. right? Every kid wants an iPhone. Yeah. Androids are for old people. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what a monopoly is anymore. Apparently. Mm. Uh, speaking of games as announced this weekend, we know that our friends over at Birdie have now started up Birdie Pro. I will say, when I went out to the Kickstarter yesterday or the day before, I feel like I saw they have already reached their goal. They reached their fine. goal. I think they reached their goal two, two or three days ago. Okay, yeah, which is fine. You can still get on, get in and uh, get yourself a Birdie Pro game. But uh, they are out there on Kickstarter. You heard us talking about it this weekend. I was going to see if I could pull it up and take another look at it. Talking about the expansion packs and all the other things that go along with it. But... If you want to go out there, uh, it's a way to get your game a little bit cheaper than if you just wait until it shows up for market. So, we'll see. Uh, I've never enjoyed Apple products. Yeah, we that that uh, we, we could have that conversation. Let's start first. Apple-Android uh, fight here, Terry. Yeah. You get yourself an Android. I got myself an Apple. Let's fight. No, I don't, I don't care either way. Whatever, uh, whatever yeah, you want. Tim also said MVP is making Mint and Thought Space Athletics. Uh, this is a bigger overarching question or thought, which is when there's the influx of Simon Lazat Frisbees that need to be made, and when there's the influx of of James Conrad Holy Shot Dis, does that ever threaten the production for some of the companies they make Frisbees for? And I, I put that out there because my spidey senses feel like that was one of the big challenges that Discmania found. As they grew, as they got larger, as they wanted to ramp up production schedules and just ramp up their stock and have more stock available, Innova, who was molding their stuff, was like, yeah, we'll, we'll get to you. We'll get to you when we can, or you're, you're, you're on the calendar. Sorry, right now we're running, you know, 30,000 sex and firebirds, so you're behind that line. I know they have tons of mold machines, but the point is... If you're ever beholden to another manufacturer, clearly you have stuff in contracts. Clearly you have deadlines and forecasts and projections and other BS I learned about in <laughs> in some college class. You have all of those things. But what happens when there's an anomaly? What happens when there's the holy shot or something like that? And then all of a sudden the disc production has to go through the roof for one particular company. Or even if your thought space or, uh, yeah, your thought space and one of their players who is exclusively a thought space player does wins the world championships and you need 50,000 thought space discs it does yeah what is that relationship like and i'm i'm just throwing it out there i have no idea but that is obviously a concern if someone I would else hope is molding your frisbees you're somewhat beholden to them i would hope that someone like a thought space or mint would have something, a stipulation in whatever contract they have to agree that has something like that. Um, in the event of a large win, a major win, uh, we have the right to a machine. Just because here's what I almost guarantee. MVP is probably sitting around, come close to worlds, with, if they're smart, they're looking at their machines and going, Maybe let's not schedule the machines after Worlds just in case. Let's let's go easy on them because you never know when you're going to have the holy shot. You don't know when Simon Lazad is going to is going to win Worlds because you you know you could just obviously I'm sure everything is flexible, but you would hope that they would have something like that in a stipulation that says, oh, if Thomas Gilbert from Thought Space wins Worlds, 
you're right. We want 50,000 discs made in the next month or two months or whatever that timetable is. And hopefully they can accommodate that. Yeah, and again, we clearly have no behind-the-scenes. Maybe they have that all documented, and, and there's machines that are committed no matter what demand is, and, and none of that's ever an issue. But I believe in years past, that certainly could be a consideration, and that's that's true of any manufacturer uh, that that goes elsewhere to have their plastics made or their Frisbees made. It's a tough business. Uh, yes, and a quick update. <laughs> Excuse me. Robert Koike says, I'd like to people to stop using the term manufacturer for companies that have never made anything. Uh, yes, there there is the... There, but is that a nitpicky technicality? It is. It is. I mean, let, let's be real. Uh, so clearly then, are you, you're saying Dynamics, not a manufacturer? That's what people say. They are a sales and marketing company. But what... But, so they don't make the bat, like... But they may, and in theory, who th- makes baskets? Ag- agreed, they are a manufacturer of baskets because I believe they perch- they they have their own custom baskets that they have created, and but they don't make them. They don't make them. So but, they're not. But that's a lot of places. There, I'm sure yeah, there are a lot of manufacturing places, Nobody, not not just discs. Very few people manufacture bags. Like most of them are made overseas, yeah. and a few of them are made here. A few companies, might, most of them are even made overseas, but very few companies are making them here. We'll say in house. Most of those are going to be made elsewhere. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but... All right, John asks, Terry, do you have any insight as to what Legacy plans to do with sponsored players? I love their discs and would love to see them push for more touring pros. Uh, what, What I can... A little bit of insight I could provide on that is I can't imagine being the size of Legacy who has this... A single injection molding? Uh, no, they have two. They have two? I believe okay. two. And then capabilities to get more. <clears throat> but sure. I can't imagine, like, they're they're not the scale that you find some of these other manufacturers at. And therefore, even though they have a wide assortment of discs, every disc you probably really need, I'm not even sure how many molds they're up to, 20 or 30, if I had to guess. So they have plenty of discs for your bag. I don't know if they're moving enough plastic overall to then pay somebody i'm not going to call it an absurd salary but our new rate our new rate of sponsored player when you're talking about somebody that might be 1020 and might demand 3 grand a month i'm i'm just making up numbers here who do you take that chance on and can you can you genuinely afford and is that part of your business model i think that really becomes part of the question too we clearly see some companies look at look at call it a long player otherwise look at what mvp did they did not go out and get household names they of course had established players matt dollar comes to mind elaine kings comes to mind but then it wasn't until much later did they also go out and get world champ sarah hokum and then of course you know picking up conrad which i think shook quite a few people and then obviously this blockbuster in simon lazat so maybe it's just a longer play maybe there's a certain point in which they say ah okay now we're ready to go out and make that push legacy's had some incredible players i worry that they've been seen or used as a stepping block to somebody that's then willing to pay more. And if you can't afford it, Mm -hmm. you can't afford it. If somebody says, Hey, I need X. And they're just like, we can't give you that much. The the only way you 
as legacy and it's very tough make that work is if you do hit on the, the perfect player uh, yeah uh, you hit on a kyle klein and he goes out and wins a major or a world specifically hopefully where then you can turn around and hopefully print a bunch of kyle klein stuff sell it make a bunch of money and then hopefully give that back to kyle we'll just say kyle as an example but, and then he stays with and you. And then he stays with you because, <laughs> because someone else doesn't offer him uh, an absorbent amount. Much. Yeah, it, it's tough for a small company. It's yeah. tough to grow when there's big companies. So someone like Lone Star, who has an established other company that they can really pull from the coffers of. So they have this whole plastics manufacturing and plastics injection molding. Sorry, I want to call them manufacturers if they're not. <laughs> Sorry. Um, th- this whole other company that works with oil fields and this and that and guess what i'm not saying that a hundred thousand dollars isn't a lot of money but oh we're gonna throw a hundred thousand dollars at these two players we'll bring them in it it doesn't hurt their bottom line like it might a fledgling company exactly that doesn't have other money to rely on or possibly backing them so tim i'm like the rest of you i love me some mad dog i'm not i'm not I don't know if I can get on board with saying that was their biggest signing. Something tells me uh, Simon Lazat might, might outshine that. But I, I guess it's all relative or subjective. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ray asked me, how was my watch along party for the FPL final round? You're just um, void of friends, I hear. I didn't have, a, I don't have a lot of friends, Terry. At my age, I don't need friends. That's true. <laughs> get yourself. I've got myself. Um, it was fun. I did. For those of you that don't know, I did a watch along party here on Smashbox's page where I just put up uh, the scoreboard. I put up the whole graphic, which most of the time was wrong because I forget to change it. Um, so players like a high level production. It was super high level. Well, I, I was chatting with the people, Terry, oh, and I'd look over and be like, oh, they're not on hole not that 13 anymore. Yeah. Now they're on 15. So I just go click, click. So I always had the scores up. I always had the whole graphic up, and I just had a small wait. Does video that mean people were muting me? Of course not, Terry. Maybe I will pipe into the YouTube channel so that no matter <laughs> what, you're getting my live audio as well. I you cannot. Escape. I I wanted to bring in your live audio. The Pro Tour said absolutely not. You're too valuable to them. 
They want to share it. They, okay. they, that, they, that makes more sense. They, they couldn't share it even with your own channel, Terry. Yeah, that, that makes and, sense. <laughs> I can see them saying that. So I usually went on about halfway through a round. We just had some people jump in and answered questions and watched together, talked about whatever we wanted to talk about. It was, you know, there was maybe, I would say, a couple dozen people. At any given time, I think I looked in one of the videos had like 400 total views, which and then I went and you cannot find them. I hid them on the page because nobody really needs to see those again in the future. They're they're not of any use to go back and watch. But it's something I would like to do a little bit more often on days when I am not doing production or I'm not helping out of any sort. And I'm just kind of sitting around if I don't have anything. Now, granted. It's easy because the weather's kind of mediocre here in Wisconsin. I'm not playing tournaments right now, but I do plan on playing more events. And Skyline Classic, bro, so get signed up. I'm just I, tell me what date you would like the registration to open, and I'll make it happen. For well, you. when I'm ready to register, you can open it. So <laughs> yes. I'll let you know when that is. I'll just be sitting at home, just waiting, waiting Terry. Call just you give me your login. It. Give me yeah. your login. I'll open it when it needs to be opened, and and move from there. Yeah. So uh, a follow-up, though, I know we talked a little bit last week about registration, MPO, yes, yes, that is. MP40, and MA40. Last week, the, the, the short version was you were signed up for two tournaments or attempting to sign up for two mm-hmm. tournaments, both in MA40. One allowed you to, and the other didn't due to rating. And what, what ended up being the ultimate solution here? One tournament was in the wrong. Well, logically, that would have to be the And case. it was the one that let me sign up an MA40. Yeah. Currently, because I'm still registered as a pro with the PDGA, mm-hmm. there is a different restriction for me. Correct. And it used to be 935. Well, this year it was actually lowered to 920. And so the um, Standing Rocks, there's a... Apparently, when you register, there's a little button that asks you to check against the PDGA database. Yeah, database. He had neglected to click that, so I reached out to him, and I said, "Hey, it looks like this is wrong." He's like, "No, no, no, this is good. This is good. Don't worry about it." And I was like, nah. "I was like, I don't. No. It's like I don't think it is." So, and then he's like, "Well, you can just, you know, register for MP40 because there was still like one or two spots available in MP40." I said, "Yes, just move me over to MP40. I, I I'm not." You know, I I don't care either way as far as what I play. And it actually freed up a spot in MA40, which was full. And there was someone on the, there was like six or seven people on the waiting list for that. So somebody got in due to my unfortunate. So I hope, and I mentioned it to somebody else, I think our state coordinator and said, you might want to check and just verify that the players who are registered in MA40 qualify for MA40. And it's probably all of 10 to 12 people that are above 920 that are registered as pro and have maybe taken cash in the past. Actually, I don't think you have to have taken cash if you register for pro. Correct. It doesn't matter, even if you haven't cashed. Now, the other option for me would have been to talk to the PDGA and made a request to move back down to amateur to to change my classified designation. I could do that because the odds of me caching now granted i could cash an mp40 you don't know depending on how big the field is and how well i'm playing how much i'm practiced up it's not likely right now but we'll see you never know yeah um 
Standing actually, Standing Rocks is of the two that I registered for Zobel and Standing Rocks. Standing Rocks is the one where I would feel the most comfortable. Where I think I could cash an MP40. Um, it's a very tight wooded course. I'm one I'm very familiar with, and uh, Zobel is a lot tougher to I think score against the the field because it's a little bit more open. So it, I think if I have a chance, it's it's at Standing Rocks. But whatever. Either way, I could petition the, the PDGA to move to amateur. I chose not to. I don't care what I'm designated as. I'm going to stay as professional and and yeah, go from there. Uh, speaking of the field, I'm literally looking at Google Maps and getting myself a little dizzy while I'm doing it, <clears throat> so I'm not doing a very good job of it. We had a conversation about what that effective distance was for Jared Stoll. And I guess 330 straight on. Uh-huh. I think w- more than that. But I was going to see, I know there's some some neat features within Google Maps that could actually do it. I said, if if you, depending on how they measured the hole, I want to say the hole is listed at we six. Can't, you can't find it on Google Maps? I, I don't know what I'm doing. And I, I'm kind of getting frustrated with it. So what I was saying, though, is the hole itself was listed at six. Ryan Pilcher says 400 feet per Google Maps. Okay, perfect. Because you know what I did? A little Pythagorean theorem. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. And sure enough, Nate and Val thought I was crazy, thought I was making shit up. I said, no, if, I think if they measured it, and it's not a perfect right angle, clearly. But if they doesn't measured matter. It, does it matter if it's a right angle? I don't, I don't, I don't think. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Either way, if you measured it, I want to say it was roughly, was it? Uh, it was the whole, I think, six. Yeah, no, feet. you're right. It has to be right angle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the whole is roughly, whatever the number was. I said, if it's roughly 300 feet to the edge and then roughly 300 feet down, that's A squared plus B squared equals your C squared. I did the math on my little phone, wrote, got it all, said 429. So the fact that, Ryan, thank you, that if you if you went out, because I'm sure it was talked about or asked, and that's what I was going to do a moment ago here on Google Maps with whatever tool they have, the fact that you came up with 400 and I said 429 makes me feel pretty damn good. And again... I understand that I was just completely it, estimating that it's 300 to one of the corners and then 300. Yeah, I don't down. think it's 300 straight down. I think you're I think you're wrong off there. You it, think it's a little more less. than 300? Oh. I think it's less than 300. Think about I think about Mondahano's shot. Uh-huh. And I believe it's 300 probably where she was, maybe a touch more, but the shot that she threw down there I don't believe was 300 feet. I think it, you're looking uh, more like hill flex shot. I, I think it's more like it, it feels more like 260 to, to well, okay, here we, are. here we are on Google Maps. I, I could yeah, because if that's 300, that's clearly not 300. That's much shorter. Uh, yeah, roughly. <laughs> I, <laughs> We're using our fingers on Google Maps. Yeah, There's that, literally a feature the where we could drop a, a pin. That's and, the smart, how the smart people do it. Uh, anyway, my point was that I estimated, and they just thought it was crazy Like I even spit that out. Clearly, I only remember so much math from 8th or ninth. Are grade. you smarter than a 5th grader? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but... If I told them 429, which is the number I think I came up with, I'm I'm really glad to hear that uh, Ryan said he figured it out to be about 400. Yeah, because you could go from this to... Yep, you can right-click on that. Oh, you can just right-click? I was right. thinking there was a tool. And just, like, drop a pin. Uh, or measure distance, sorry. Uh, measure distance, okay. And just drag probably from here. Click on it, yep. And now click on the next spot you want to go. Uh, I think you said, I think you literally tough. just click. There you go. Now move your map to right there. Oh, you put it right on it practically. Yeah. Good. All right. I think that says 405. Oh, it says right there as well. Sorry. Yeah, 405, give or take a few feet. So, yeah, I'm pretty damn happy with that. Now take that. Now that's assuming. Now take that edge and drag it over 
no, no, just the actual end point. Yep. And drag it to where the drop zone is. Well, drop zone? Or, or where, where, where you might where land. You might land about where I you mean, would land. A good shot. See, is, that's not quite a straight 90 degree. That's more of an correct. acute angle, which is why the, the distance wouldn't be A squared, B squared. Which yeah, is, yeah. I didn't get my damn protractor. Why out. not? I'm just... I was just trying to give an estimation, and I'm happy that my estimation was not far off. So, nice throw, Jared Stoll. Would have been cool if you made it. <laughs> I have filmed Jared at a number of uh, Florida events. He hails out of Michigan. Super great guy. Plays for Westside. Um, I can't say I'm surprised to have seen him successfully complete it. Not a shot I'd be going after, clearly, or most humans uh-huh. wouldn't. But uh, nonetheless, pretty cool. Races. This is going to be riveting audio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As we're staring at Google Maps and, and what did somebody say? Bust out the James Protractor. Hey, oh, no, mm. James Pro. No, okay. I don't think so, Terry Miller. Uh, <laughs> but what I do think is that we're going to give something away at Patreon.com/slash/SmashboxTV. If you want to be eligible for our weekly giveaway, there are two ways that you can be eligible. One, the easy way: go to Patreon.com/slash/SmashboxTV and sign up for as little as a dollar. A month, you can be eligible for our giveaway, and we're going to give some money. The other way is a little bit more difficult. You need to go to your corner store, buy Terry a malt, mm-hmm. and a lottery ticket, and a lottery and ticket, beef jerky. And no, you don't need beef jerky. You got the good stuff. You got That's the double true. G I do stuff. Have double G. Um, send Terry the malt in a box. Mm-hmm. Malt in a box. Malt in a box. That's your new. That's your new business. Or you can go to uh, Smashbox.tv slash weekly giveaways and that will give you a form that you can enter in you have to do it weekly because we only take one week's worth of forms or five or six people that did that this week that is the other way to do it and that doesn't cost you anything nope but you just have to remember to to do it every single week and what a pain isn't your time worth more than a dollar come on a dollar i don't know give me a dollar dollar holla so yeah thank you you guys can uh, jump on that. We appreciate you guys for doing so. John Madalone says, oh, did you make one with the, with the Vitamix? I did. I made Terry a malt. I told him I was going to. It was the only time I do this. Uh, not Vitamix. Malt, malted malt mix. No, no. Vitamix is the name of the blender. Oh, okay. I was going to say. <laughs> What's Vitamix? Did you put vitamins in my <laughs> no, damn no. malt? Don't you dare do that. <laughs> don't you dare make my malt healthy. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, I, I mixed it up. I didn't put malt powder in there. I put protein powder in. It was really awkward. I'm, <laughs> so I'm going to be ripped to... tomorrow when I wake up. Yes, the cho- uh, figures. Ch- chocolate protein powder. Yep, You're going to be shredded. Figures. Gonna... figures. I mean, Ezra is going to be jealous. Yeah. I, I understand. That's all I have to say. Yes, and as somebody else pointed out on the board, happy Pi Day if you're into that 3.14 thing. Happy Pi Day to them. Patreon.com slash Smashbox TV. We have 153 people eligible for our giveaway this week, Terry. Terry Miller, what? number are we going to generate mm. first second third i sorted them by email address this week let's go with that was the second stop on the disc golf pro tour elite series in 2023's calendar year <laughs> so we'll go to okay terry way to justify that one all right our first number is 116 you're gonna go higher or lower terry uh I'm going to go crazy and say it's going to be higher, oh. uh, although the numbers are against me. Numbers I'm, I'm are against higher. you. All right. The next number is 102. Oh, you hit it wrong. <laughs> 102. I hit the generate button wrong, apparently, says yep. Terry. You shouldn't uh, have done it that way. Should not have done it that way. So we're going to go down to a... I need to scroll up. Uh, speaking of... Nathaniel Johnson. Nathaniel. Did he, did he just win or no? I don't... I don't think so. think so. 
Okay, good. Thank you, Nathaniel. Thank you very, very much, Nathaniel. We appreciate it. We'll uh, reach out and double-check that we have your correct address. See that you signed up not too long ago, so we very much appreciate all the support. And, uh, like, I mean... Mm. Well, it, he's, he's, been around, he's been around for, a, he's been around for a, a hot minute, 2021. Okay. okay, a couple years. Well, we appreciate it. That just paid off. Just paid off, buddy. I love it. Speaking of payoffs, should I care that I'm... 9,270 subs short of 100,000 on my channel. Nope. My kids care. Great. 10,000 is a pretty big jump. Like almost a 10%, 10% jump, basically. Yeah, 10%. You're right. Well, 10%, per- 100. 10% of 90 is 9, so that would put you at 99,000, Terry. Yep. That's why I hesitated as far as, because I was like, is he going to, I literally thought my head. 10,000 like, puts me over. I know. I, I literally thought, is he going to be a dick if I say 9,000 and it's not really 10%, no, if it's really be. like 12%? Because there's a 10% chance you'd be a dick. <laughs> That's a 100% chance I will be, just not over that. <laughs> I pick and choose. That, that's right. why I hesitated, because I literally did the right math in my head and didn't want to round. <laughs> no, I just pick and choose what I'm going to do. Uh, time to promote my channel. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you guys, oh, if you're here. And you're not would, sub. Wow. It would be crazy. It would be awesome to see a huge influx. But no. Uh, yes, of course. The Disc Golf Guy is my channel. I think I was just on some back page of it the other day. Not the back page. but And it said I have like 13. 132 videos that have been on my channel uh, spanning the last 13 years. Some crazy absurd number like that. So uh, yes, there'll have to be something special. Someone asked do you get a silver, do you get a YouTube play button at 100k? You do. And I've never really cared about it much until I actually started getting closer. And that's nothing more than some silly cred that I have to put up in the background of all my <laughs> in the background of all my office With some videos. RGB around it or something? Yeah, something. No. Um but it, yes, it, it, it does show a little bit of, we'll say, uh, <laughs> I don't know, long, long efforts and determination. So either way, when it happens, it happens. You get nothing else special. I've said this before, and I haven't looked into it. I feel like, because I don't know how many there are, I guess I could Google it. I feel like a really cool, useful thing that when you get to 100,000 would be if they gave you like YouTube TV or, or YouTube whatever it is, something free, like a YouTube service that's pretty easy to just dish out to you. Like, mm. I think that'd be kind of a cool kickback. Eh. But other than that, no, I think I get a silver play button. And that's it. And then I, as I tell my daughters, I wonder at a certain point when you're getting close, do they go through and, and systematically like triple check all the things that might be bots or fake accounts or whatever. Like, am I going to get to 98,000 and then dip back down to like 93,000 because they're just simply doing housekeeping for this exact reason? I don't know. I don't really care, but now that it's creeping up, it's kind of cool. Um, With covering two events being throw down the mountain and Tallahassee and Macbeth playing in those and likely on my, I could see channel. I could see a three thousand person jump. I, I wouldn't be surprised to get a little uh, bit of a bump up for that, but we'll see how it works out. <laughs> yeah, Tim, go out and create nine thousand accounts. I mean, only like yeah, nine. Yeah, I mean, I, I could literally probably find a way to buy auto nine generate auto, yeah. buy accounts yeah. for you. It'd probably cost me like twelve dollars, and you'd be at a hundred thousand. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I ended up covering it with a bunch of play buttons. That's a good call. Uh, Terry, when you were starting your coverage for, say, like the memorial, make sure you tell people to like and subscribe and hit the bell. I know it's stupid. We all hear it, but it works. I do that. I, my, my line is do all the YouTube things, like, share, subscribe. Yes, I always tell people pretty much every single video. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Johnny, I think we can close it out. Congratulations. Was it Nathaniel you said that was our uh, winner here tonight? Thank you for your support. We very much appreciate it. Looking forward. Uh, it'll be kind of odd these next few weeks with you and I not involved with a few of the events, but we'll still bring you some of our insights and in action as we're doing so. You plans this weekend or no? Oh, I got to do. Tell you about it later. Okay. Secret, secret. Uh, when we, can, we stop at the museum, I've said this before, if I could afford a building or if somebody else would make the building where it would safely store truly archive-worth uh, comp- uh, pieces or uh, artifacts, I would do it in a heartbeat. I, I kind of, I don't know if that's a dream, but it would be kind of cool to get this, the some of the stuff out that truly could be on display. I'm not just talking Frisbees either, like some of the other random odds and ends. I think that could be kind of cool. We'll see used to the hour-long after shows. I know this one's a little on the short side. We're going to call it. I'm on the short side. For Johnny V, I'm Terry Miller. I'm on the tall side. Like, share, and subscribe to both Smashbox TV. Hit the little bell thingy. Also do it over on the Disc Golf Guy channel. We appreciate you. And the the new Skip Ace YouTube channel. And the new Skip Ace YouTube channel. I think I've got 40 subscribers right now. I started there once, too. We all do. The Patreon, or I'm sorry, the Patreon, the podcasts are actually automatically getting filtered there. I like it. Get after it, people. Like, share, subscribe. We love you. For Johnny, I'm Terry. 446 After Show. We'll see you next week when you step inside the Smashbox. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.